Hello and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Deep Thoughts. I am your host, Patrick, and today with us is Manito once again, and he would like to share some of his thoughts with us. So, uh, good evening once again, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you once again, Patrick, for the introduction. So, for tonight's Deep Thoughts, it's actually more of a narration of how Deep Thoughts happen. <laughs> If, if, if it makes sense. So, yeah, sure. um, in a previous episode, I mentioned that I was a massive car guy. A uh, bit of context, uh, I currently drive a VM4 Subaru Levorg um, that I'm currently working on right now into tuning. I'm looking at getting coilover soon and an engine tune later on with a cat back. So with that said, as a car enthusiast, what are my thoughts on the traffic in the Philippines? It sucks. <laughs> You know, any time between 10 or 11 a.m. or well, heck, even 7 a.m. nowadays, up until about 6, 7 p.m., it's just so difficult to drive. So, as a car enthusiast, what do we do, or well, what do some of us do? Rather, what we do is midnight drives. Quite often, at Saturday evenings at around 9 to 11 a.m. or or 9. 9 p.m. passed up until Sunday at around 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. You'll probably have chances of seeing me blasting around the metro doing things you I don't recommend doing <laughs> on a daily basis, most especially when the traffic is being monitored by the authorities. But quite often, I do speed a lot. And there's a reason for this. It's because unlike the rest of the week Saturday at around 9 to Sunday at 4 a.m. you basically have Metro Manila all to yourself and quite often if I can just compare Metro Manila to something is that there are times that no matter how many times a lot of you will disagree with me but coming from a car enthusiast there are times when it's just so hard to appreciate our city our beloved capital. It's so hard. There are just times you just, you know, ask yourself, why am I even into cars? There's no point. But then trust me, a midnight drive does so much wonders to yourself. So something that I, I'd like to share is that I won't mention any names because a lot of this is private, controversial. A lot of people have their own lives outside of this. But then we have a group I won't even mention what website it's on, but basically, I'm part of a group of people where we, uh, where we're actually anonymous with each other. We don't use our real names, we don't use our real pictures, but rather, we know each other by the cars we drive. And on Saturday evenings or Sunday mornings, early mornings, is that we post on a page on what routes we're taking. My route is near where I live. I don't want to say it. Because chances are, you guys will spot me. <laughs> I, trust me, I'm always there. But basically, we have routes or territories where we drive around. And it might sound like some Initial D stuff or Grand Theft Auto stuff, but do we race each other? No. But rather, we don't race each other, yes. Sorry, I'm just Do you know what do we do? Yeah. We drive together. Oh. We drive together with people we don't know. Like we have convoy. never met. Yes, convoy. Convoy, for example, yes. 
So we would post our routes, then some of us would reply where, Oh, can I join in? Or I'll be at that route around this time. So quite often, we wait. And during one of my first nights, I was on my usual route. And I met up with uh, the guy. We convoyed. Uh, we met up at a mall nearby in the parking lot. And we uh, convoyed, you know, for about a 30-minute drive through the same route, just going around in circles. And you know, driving around this route this route in the morning, it actually pisses you off because of how much traffic there is, how much stuff is going on. When you're driving in the morning or in rush hour, it's just so hard to think for yourself. But then at, at a Sunday at 1am, you know, it's just magical. It's hard to explain what happens with your brain, but you just come out of it satisfied, proud of yourself. With the speeds we're driving, um, disclaimer by the way, um, we have a set of rules such as once we start seeing traffic from a set distance, we can't speed anymore. <laughs> you know, we, we play it safe, of course. We don't want to endanger anybody. We don't want we don't like endangering other people. And we don't really race. We more of just convoy, test our cars against each other. And the amazing part about this is that somehow we form friendships, but yet we don't know each other's names. Don't you think that's unusual or strange? But then the more I do it, the more I find myself making it, you know, the more I find myself seeing it as part of a ritual of my life. Because there's just something about driving at night where you're in this metal box all by yourself. It's dark. You're concentrated on the road. But at the same time, you can think. You can relax. You can vent off a lot of things that are happening in your life. And I think this is where a lot of people should... And this is where I believe we can learn some things from this. Is that, you know, in life, it's... <laughs> You're gonna face a lot of issues, you know, a lot of problems. As you grow older, those, those problems keep compounding. But then, I believe it is necessary for us people to, every now and then, find a channel to fend off this stress, frustration, and problems. And this is why I recommend people to not necessarily go speeding, but go for a drive at night. Relax. Have fun and enjoy yourself. And driving at night, you know, imagine going from Green Hills all the way to Makati in like 10 minutes. That's amazing. <laughs> On a normal day, that would take an hour. But at a on a Sunday at 1 a.m., 10, 15 minutes. You know, sometimes you have to take a, you know, take a step back. Look at things from a different perspective, from a different light. Kind of like putting filters on your photos, if I may say. That you get to see things from a different perspective and you get to appreciate things more. And I think people need to step back every now and then in order to appreciate these things. Because when would I find a drive from Mandaluyang to Makati ever fun? It is never fun. But on a Sunday at 1am, holy cow, it's the best thing ever. In fact, I go ramen often with a friend of mine. 
uh, who's a good friend of mine from college and also a fellow friend in Discord. Um, at, 2 a at 3 a.m. we go for ramen, 250 pesos ramen. Shout out to Osama Ramen, by the way. <laughs> is this a paid ad? No, it's not a paid ad, but holy cow, their place is amazing. And they're open until 5 a.m. daily. I should know. <laughs> but, you know, that's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, you know, people sometimes need to take a step back, look at the things they do, and just say, you know what? I'm pretty satisfied with the things I'm doing, with the things I have. It can go on in anything. It could be a midnight drive, you could do a midnight painting, maybe a midnight snack, even. It's about the little joys, you know, when you get to experience those small little joys, the small little joy of driving a bit faster than you would usually do on a regular day, where you start to feel better, you know? And I think that's what people need nowadays. In a world where we're constantly under pressure, we're constantly battered with issues, with problems. Sometimes it's the small things that count. And when you start to appreciate these small things, you start to appreciate the bigger things. That 15-minute drive from Mandaluyong to Makati. In when there are days where I just hate the city, there are days where I'm just frustrated. You know, coming from college, I used to take three-hour drives on a daily basis just to get home from class, and it sucks. It really does. But in that simple 15-minute drive with people you don't know but somehow have form relationships with, that simple drive, you know, you just start to appreciate things more. Start to appreciate life more. And there's a reason why before you guys... You know, before people, the, the issue nowadays is that people keep saying, oh, indulging yourself in these things. Oh, you, you don't have time for that. No, yes, you have time for it. Always tell yourself that. Simple joys, you always have time for simple joys. And I think people need to let themselves enjoy a little bit every now and then. That's all I have to say, really. So, next time, maybe I'll see you on the road. <laughs> Maybe you meet somebody from this group. Oh, by the way, I wouldn't have known I was diagnosed with depression if, if it wasn't for a certain doctor I met running a route at midnight. Uh, is that pretty safe to say? <laughs> well, I won't mention his name. That's true. Fair enough, fair enough. But dude, the dude has a great car, though. I can't keep up with that. <laughs> so fast. No, he's, he, he easily dropped like 300 grand on the fucking engine on that thing. Really nice parts on his car, but, you know, see what I mean is that doing things, getting out of your comfort zone every now and then, but of course, playing it safe. You know, you don't want to endanger yourself, but doing things like this, doing things you'd never imagine you do, and doing it for the simple joys. Trust me, it will get you far. You'll meet people you never known would help you along the way. You'd appreciate things from a new light. Makati at midnight is just, wow. I know it's a good place I guess a good city but then when it's always traffic when you're always stuck in the middle of the road you know it really sucks but seeing it from a new light from a new perspective in total darkness wow what a place what a city Manila is at midnight and I hope that one of these days you guys get to see yourselves from a different light 
you guys get to appreciate yourselves a bit more. And one day, you look at a mirror, you do something unusual, and you start to look at a mirror, and you just tell yourself, wow, you are amazing, because you guys are amazing. And always remember, you have times for simple joys. You have the time for simple joys. Well, I kind of have a question, actually. Yeah, sure. So, you know, we understand that midnight drives are an amazing opportunity. Yeah, eye-opening experience. Very eye-opening. I... I myself have experienced the midnight drives, not because I wanted to, but just because by chance. by chance, because I need to go, let's say, home at midnight, and it's such a pleasant drive. But for obvious reasons, not everyone has this kind of, of course, luxury. Yes, of Do course. you have any recommendation as to maybe um, experience something similar yes. that's not available? Okay, okay, there are there are different things. Um, one thing, um, I guess I would say I'm blessed. For having the chance to uh, travel the world but then my most recent trip was in Japan um, I stayed in Osaka for five days before I moved to Hiroshima for four days um, basically one night I was in Dotonbori uh, Dotonbori area Nippon Bashi um, and one night I just decided to go for a drive at the I decided to go for a drive uh, not a drive but rather for a really long walk um, from, from, uh, insect, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, I just killed an insect. Um, but I went for a midnight walk, you know, be- Japan being safe, midnight walk. Um, from my hotel in, around the Nipponbashi area, to Tsutenkaku, or Shinsekai, which is the famous Osaka Tower. It was a three-kilometer walk, but you know what, I just felt like it. One night, I just said, you know what? I can't just stay in this hotel, I gotta move. So I walked that three kilometers, and in that three kilometers, I managed to discover this urban sprawl in Nipponbashi. You guys can search it. It's at the very edge of Nipponbashi, going to Shinsekai. A sprawl of bars. Just midnight bars that are open, you know. And I was like, hey, this is cool. I've been to Osaka thrice, and I've never seen this place before. And I'm always in Nipponbashi, in Denden Town. That's the weeb mecca of Osaka. You know, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll walk to Nippon Bashi, uh, to Shinsekai, sorry, the tower, and I'll head back here to Nippon Bashi's that bar sprawl. So I go to Tsutenkaku at midnight, and it was so beautiful. Like, when you go there in the morning, it's a nice place, I guess, but it's sort of tourist trappy. You got, you have to admit, if you've been there before, there's yeah. just so much people. But then at midnight, when you're all alone, when you're by the street and the tower is just facing you, you're just like, wow. Seeing things in a new light, you know. And it was out of my comfort zone because uh, I, I'd walk around 11 p.m., 12, but then at 1 a.m. I would not. <laughs> when being Japan, I had an opportunity to do so, so I took it. And on my way back, I managed to come by this bar called Butai Sode. I want to call it out because I had probably one of the, my most memorable, memorable travel experience I've ever had. Is that when I walked into that bar, it's a very small bar, you know, I'm greeted by a Japanese local barista. And just like, you know, as expected, none of us spoke each other's languages. I had very limited Japanese. He had even more limited English. So, voila, um, <laughs> how did we communicate? I just said, 
uh, do you have old fashion? Old fashion? And he was like, yes, I have old fashion. What old fashion? Uh, it's a cocktail. Okay. Old fashioned okay. cocktail. Yes, absolutely delicious. Old fashioned, and he also had a strawberry highball, strawberry chocolate highball, or no orange, orange chocolate highball, delicious. So we were in the bar, and you know, I said, you know, I felt bad for the guy because you know I'm speaking another language in his own country. It feels, it makes you feel a bit bad. I mean, not really, because you're not yeah. from that country. Yeah, so I'm not from the country. But then you know, imagine that some foreigner dude just walks into your bar at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and then we started talking. You know, we started talking about the Philippines versus Japan you know I told him where I was from I told him what I do for a living which I don't do anything for a living right now <laughs> but then I told him about my hobbies I told him what I do why I'm in Japan why I love Japan and then we came to a topic you know we discover things that apparently the Japanese have some some form of halo halo and then he just told me oh that was his perspective halo halo and then when he showed me a picture I was like what the fuck is this <laughs> okay, I remember yeah this. I remember yeah this. it was just you know, just a really interesting talk, okay? And then, all of a sudden, these two guys, drunk off their asses, <laughs> friends of his, just come in and start questioning me. You know, they start asking questions about me. In you English? Know? Yes, in their broken English. English, okay. Yeah, so, you know, it was an interesting talk. 1 a.m. in a bar, what started as the need to just walk? You know, what started as just the feeling, oh, I just want to walk ended up becoming one of the most memorable experiences in my travel life. I made friends with three complete strangers who didn't even speak proper English, proper English or I didn't even speak proper Japanese, but yet we somehow managed to share our memories or information about each other's countries. And I was surprised to hear that one of the drunk guys happened to visit Cebu often, and he knew what real hal halo was. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, Razan's Razans, the best. Um, and then he knew about it. And that was, you know, that connection. Yeah. And the other guy, you know, um, the barista, the barista um, Shin-san. I miss that guy. I wonder how he is. If he, he's listening to this by chance. chance. What's up, bud? What's up, buddy? <laughs> you know. Um, you know, he was asking me about Filipino food. I just shared sisig. You know... Um, you, gambas. Did you tell them what sisig was? Yes, I told them pig face, but then, and I was telling how much does it cost? Uh, I told them the one in Mang Inesal is just two hundred yen, yeah. approximately. And they were like, they couldn't than, believe it. They were like, than, less yeah, than. less than that probably. They couldn't believe it. They were like, how how can food and food be cheap? So imagine that you know, what started as the need to have a midnight walk ended up becoming some sort of cultural exchange <laughs> between two countries and ended up becoming a friendship. And yes, I still talk with them on IG every now and then. They, they ask me how I am. Do you actually have contact with them? Yes, I have contact with them on Instagram. They don't have Facebook. They, oh, no, that's fine. They're not really Facebook people. You can send this to them through their... Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably, I'll probably try to share this. Hello, guys. <laughs> even though that means take care but you know but really I hope they take care of themselves I when I visit Osaka I promise to visit that bar again actually I'm planning to ask don't you think your uh, midnight drives experiences you know with 
convoying or driving with strangers maybe helped you in a way to approach people or uncertain situations? Um, it probably did, and that's the reason what I'm and that's what I'm trying to encourage people to do: do things you wouldn't normally do, especially at midnight. There's just something about midnight that helps you think. When everybody's asleep, you know, sometimes that's all you need. The silence, the serenity of the night is all you need for for you to get some ideas and click. And I highly encourage you guys to do that. So could you imagine midnight drives? This midnight drive helped me to meet such amazing people that we actually see in the day and we pretend to not know each other <laughs> because of reasons <laughs> that aren't legal. <laughs> Except for, of course, the uh, doc- the doctor I met. Uh, God bless him. You know, I didn't pay a penny. And he diagnosed me. You know, he checked on me. And I'm still having my checkups right now. This midnight walk. In fact, if you live around places like Ortigas or Makati, why not try midnight walk? Of course, in places that are safe. You don't want to endanger yourself. But just try it. Just try walking around discover new things um you know the one lesson i guess i guess the whole lesson of this podcast is it's always a good thing to look at things from a different light as i said in my previous con uh con you know in my previous podcast is that it's hard to look at things from a black and white perspective you always have to put context in that and to be able to see things from a different light is putting context into those things so if people can look at things from a different light, uh, maybe they would appreciate or learn a lot more about things. And I highly encourage everybody to take the stride, you know, take a midnight drive. <laughs> Let yourself think in that metal box of yours. And it's probably the best, one of the best decisions you'll make for that day. And the whole, you know, that simple joys, you know, it doesn't have to be a midnight drive. It could be a midnight snack. When you're feeling down, when you're in that pit of doom that I always um, mention, that pit of darkness where it's just hard to climb out, you know, indulge in a simple joy. It could be your favorite ice cream, your favorite snack, Oreos at 3 a.m. <laughs> hey. Oreos, sometimes I got yum burgers at 1 a.m., you know, just because why not? It's not healthy though. Uh, I'm just saying it's not healthy. Not but I mean, yes, no worry, no judgment. Yes, I, I think I go and drink milk at two a.m. <laughs> Sugar, God, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, uh, you know what? I'll probably start drinking milk tea more often. That's okay. It's okay. You okay. Can cut this off you can cut it off. Okay. Yeah, Okay. okay, so... Wait, wait. Okay. Clap. Cut back here. Okay. Wait. Cut back here. Clap. There we go. Okay, so... Actually, speaking of milk tea... You, you just mentioned milk tea all of a sudden. Yeah, no judging. I'm just saying that it's not healthy. Yum burgers at 1am is not the best idea. Your sugar. But then, maybe I should start drinking milk tea. Hey, I like this approach. You know, maybe I should start drinking milk tea. I'm just not a milk tea person. I'm a coffee person. But, you know, thinking about it now, you know, sweet things are good. <laughs> they're good, but they're not healthy. I said good food, not healthy food. 
Um, <laughs> don't have to kick a man while he's yeah, down. but then you know, yeah. I guess that's something I'll take back with myself. I promise I'll drink milk tea one of these days. Probably try a different flavor. But I also want to tell you, I want you guys, you listeners, to promise yourselves that you'll put yourselves out of the comfort zone every now and then. Try things you wouldn't do. And promise to treat yourself something good every now and then. It does loads of help, especially to those trapped in the dark spot. And I'd probably make this a recurring uh, theme, especially to those who are listening to this, who are in that slump or dark spot. As I said in my previous podcast, for you to gather the strength to get out of that slump or dark pit, you did a good job. Good job, buddy. All right. Thank you again, Manita, for talking with us for this episode of Deep Thoughts. Deep thoughts. Deep yes. thoughts. So, do you want to share your uh, socials if you want? Or... Oh, God. Okay, sure. maybe not. Maybe no. next time. We'll see about I that. Get reported. Yeah, maybe <laughs> next God. time. We'll see how this goes and maybe make a social yeah. when traction if, if needs it, it. If it tractions, then yeah, I, I promised I promise my friends that I would start a blog, I would start podcasting. You know, I promised, I promised some people, even to Patrick. And maybe once this gains traction and when I get my shitbox of a PC running, <laughs> this is really, it's, it's really fucked right now. Um, yeah, maybe I'll be doing this more often. Always remember, um, as I said earlier, I'm no psychological expert. But then, all I can say is I'm a person who has gone through things. <laughs> and I hope you guys can get something from this um, that can help you later on. At the end of the day, you know, help is help. <laughs> I hope you guys had a good time. I hope you guys enjoyed. Patrick? All right. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening, and see you next time. <laughs>